Hello, and welcome back to Better Understanding. I'm your host, Peyton. On today's episode, we will talk about white supremacy groups and focus on one main one in particular. Out of all white supremacy groups, which one pokes out to you the most? American Renaissance, Neo-Nazi Organizations, Aryan Republican Army, Hammerskins, Ku Klux Klan? All of these groups are very political and can be very bad. Today we're going to talk about the white supremacist group, Ku Klux Klan. Did you know that the KKK not only targeted African Americans, they also targeted Catholics and Jews? Also, KKK is directly responsible for 3,960 deaths, but the numbers predict to be much higher. One main source I found was from PBS.org, and I found a good quote from it. It reads, in the 1920s, the Klan moved in many states to dominate local and state politics. The Klan devised a strategy called the Decade, in which every member of the Klan was responsible for recruiting 10 people to vote for Klan candidates in elections. In 1924, the Klan succeeded in engineering the election of officials from coast to coast, including the mayors of Portland, Maine, and Oregon. In some states, such as Colorado and Indiana, they placed enough Klansmen in positions of power to effectively control the state and government. Known as the Invisible Empire, the KKK's presence was felt across the country. This paragraph has, this paragraph has a lot of good information. It shows how hard the Klan was trying to dominate the politics with, in quote, the decade, where every member of the Klan would try and recruit at least 10 people to vote for Klan candidates in election. In quotes, in some states, such as Colorado and Indiana, they placed enough Klansmen in positions of power to effectively control the state government. Known as the Invisible Empire, the KKK's presence was felt across the country. Established in 1865, by 1870, the Ku Klux Klan expanded to almost every southern state and became a vehicle for white southern opposition to the Reconstruction-era policies of the Republican Party aimed at achieving political and economic freedom for black Americans. An underground campaign of harassment and abuse aimed at white and black Republican politicians was carried out by its founders. While Congress passed laws to curtail Klan extremism, in the 1870s the group saw its primary objective, the return of white supremacy, fulfilled by Democratic wind and state legislators in the South. The Klan was resurrected in the early 20th century after a time of stagnation by white Protestant nativist parties burning crosses and holding demonstrations, parades and marches, condemning refugees, Catholics, Jews, African Americans, and organized labor. There was also a wave in Ku Klux Klan activity in the civil rights movement in the 1960s, including bombings of black schools and churches and violence against black and white demonstrators in the South. African American presence in public life in the South became one of the most progressive facets of Reconstruction from 1867 onwards when black people won elections to the southern state legislators and also to the United States Congress, for its most part in an attempt to overturn radical reconstruction policies and revive white supremacy in the South. Ku Klux Klan committed itself to an underground program of violence against Republican politicians and voters. Similar groups such as Knights of White Camellia and the White Brotherhood joined them in this war. My second main source was from TheAtlantic.com. Uh, quote in reads, Most Americans today likely think of the Ku Klux Klan as an organization whose heyday came in the civil rights era of the 1950s and 1960s, 
and of its members as lower-class white Southern men, ones who conceal their identities while waving Confederate flags at pro-segregation rallies, burning crosses on the lawns of their enemies, or brutalizing their innocent victims. Others are perhaps familiar with the Klan of the 1860s and 1870s, which was a white and distinctively Southern terrorist organization group composed of men who tortured and murdered people under cover of darkness in an effort to undermine political and economic freedoms according to formerly enslaved people during the Reconstruction. A quote from the paragraph stuck out to me most because it shows that people believe big impacts of the Klan didn't come until the 50s and 60s, although that was a crucial time period, a lot had happened during the 20s. It shows that even before the 20s, the Klan was a very, very impactful group of people that had very strong radical beliefs. Others are perhaps familiar with the Klan of the 1860s and 1870s, which was a white, distinctively Southern terrorist organization composed of men who tortured and murdered people under cover of darkness in an effort to undermine political and economic freedoms, according to formerly enslaved people of the Reconstruction. That quote shows the motives of the group, that they had a long history of these actions. During the 1867-1868 Constitutional Convention, at least 10% of the black representatives elected were victims of brutality during the Reconstruction, including seven who were killed. Targets for Klan attacks were also white Republicans and black institutions such as schools and churches, icons of black autonomy, autonomy. A resurgence of the Ku Klux Klan near Atlanta, Georgia influenced their nostalgic vision of the Old South as well as Thomas Dixon's 1905 book, The Klansman and D.W., was organized in 1915 by white Protestant nativists. The second wave of the Klan was not only anti-black, but, only took a, but also took a stance against Roman Catholics, Jews, immigrants, and organized labor in Griffith's 1915 film, Birth of a Nation. It was fueled by increasing opposition to the immigrant boom that America witnessed in the early 20th century, along with concerns of communist revolution similar to the 1917 Bolshevik victory in Russia. Modern KKK has seen a resurgence in recent years as a result of modern-day ideological extremism. In 2017, USN reported that the Ku Klux Klan was still based in 22 states. For my last uh, source, I got from KhanAcademy.org, and I found a quote that reads, The Ku Klux Klan first arose in the South during the Reconstruction Era, but experienced a resurgence in the period immediately following the end of the First World War. The KKK was a viciously racist organization that employed violence and acts of terror in order to assert white supremacy and maintain a strict racial, racial hierarchy. Although most of the KKK's savagery was aimed at African Americans, their hatred extended to immigrants, Catholics, Jews, liberals, and progressives. The revival of the KKK in the 1920s was demonstrative of a society coping with effects of industrialization, urbanization, and immigration. This point stood out to me a lot because it summarizes the intent of the group. It shows that the KKK did not just go after African Americans as everyone may think and stereotypical. They also targeted immigrants, Catholics, Jews, liberals, and progressives. This is a large group of the country, so if their hatred is spread to all these groups, it's a lot of people that can be targeted throughout the country. That is why this was one of the biggest racial organizations that employed violence and acts of terror in order to assert white supremacy and maintain a strict racial hierarchy.
This group wanted to be on top of the world, and they were using acts of violence to do that. That is all for today. Thank you for joining me on Better Understanding. In our next episode, we will really dive deep into the lasting effect of the decisions the Ku Klux Klan has left on our country. Thank you.